olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés 21. Nueva vida en Barcelona. Three years ago, Isabel and Philip recorded their first ever podcast in Cambridge. Now, after a long break, they're beginning to record again with their 21st episode of the Dialogues in English podcast. Desde Barcelona! Welcome back, everyone! It's been a long time! Make yourself comfy, get a cup of coffee, and get ready to enjoy! Welcome back. The 21st episode. It's been a long time. How are you, Isabel? I'm really good. How are you, Philip? I'm very well. Thank you. Nice to be with you here again. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? We're recording some podcasts again. Antes de nada, queríamos dar las gracias a iTalki por patrocinar nuestros nuevos podcasts. Y bueno, simplemente comentaros que es una página web buenísima porque puedes encontrar un profesor nativo online en cualquier momento, desde cualquier parte del mundo. Uh -huh. Y bueno, os vamos a hablar un poquito más de esto durante el podcast, pero tenemos muchas noticias, han pasado muchas cosas interesantes. Yes. And, but from now on, Philip, should we speak in English? Yes, we should. We should definitely speak in English, in English, because this is the Dialogos in English podcast. Uh -huh. And for those of you that are new to this podcast, maybe you haven't listened to this before, maybe we should just introduce ourselves a little bit. I'm Philip. I'm from Cambridge and I'm here in Barcelona with Isabel. Hello everyone, my name is Isabel and I'm from Madrid. Yes, and together we do this podcast. Well, we haven't done it for a while because usually we upload videos on YouTube. Uh, we have a YouTube channel and actually we started recording podcasts in 2012 Then we had uh, a little break because we started uploading videos on YouTube mm -hmm. and now we're going back to podcasts. Yeah, this is actually how this website uh, began no? in 2012. We started yeah. with 20 podcasts and then one day we decided to film one video on uh -huh. our sofa in Cambridge and then we decided to film another video and suddenly... Uh, it we got was, some good feedback. Yeah, we got really good feedback. It was very, very successful and people really were asking for more. So we started uh, filming more videos and now we have about 100 videos on YouTube. Uh -huh. And we really missed uh, recording podcasts and many people have uh, been I'm been sorry. contacting us. Many people have been contacting us, saying that they missed the podcast. That is a great way to learn English. That yeah, you can listen to it anytime you want. That's no? what's yeah. That's what's great about podcasts, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely because videos are great on YouTube, but they need to be quite short, I think, and people have to be sat at their computers to see mm -hmm. them or maybe on their mobile phones they can see them but yeah you need to have the time to stop and look at them while yes. our podcast you can be having a bath you can be cooking your dinner you can be walking your dog you can be cleaning your house i love to listen to podcasts while i'm cleaning the house you never clean the house philip or while What i'm are going you talking running? about yes i do i'm i'm very clean I'm i clean more than you <laughs> We're not going to discuss this in public, okay? Okay. 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah. So we're going to record some podcasts. And generally, we pick interesting topics to talk about in each episode. And we also learn lots of useful vocabulary and phrases. And so, yeah, hopefully this will be a very useful resource for you to learn English. And then you can also download the worksheet with the transcription. And you can uh, practice what you've learned in the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a very interesting way and different way to learn English. Yeah, and don't worry, we're still going to be uploading videos to YouTube because, well, we, we really enjoy that as well. So, this episode, what is it about, Isabel? This is about our new life in Barcelona because we moved here one year ago mm -hmm. after living in Cambridge for four years. So, we're going to tell you about uh, how we came here. It was an adventure yes. because we had to cross uh, France. And then we're going to tell you some stories, some anecdotes, uh, a few things that happened to us while we were here. Yes, a very and bad experience <laughs> that we had. A couple of bad experiences that we had. We'll talk about those. And, yeah. and we're going to... And the good experiences as well, no? Yeah, of course. Good and bad experiences, some curious things that we found uh, in this city. And we're going to also teach you some expressions. Pay close attention because you will hear some different words in this podcast that perhaps you haven't heard before some english slang and informal language and at the end of the podcast we're going to be answering some of the questions that you left on our blog yes so barcelona So, first of all, we were living in Cambridge. We were quite happy there. It was a nice place to live. Why did we decide to come to Barcelona? I th actually, I think it was your decision, Isabel. Uh, well, <laughs> excuse me. Well, yes, Cambridge is a lovely place. Uh, we were very comfy there. It was, uh, we had a really nice life, but we missed the sun. Yes. The food and Barcelona as well. We had never lived here. And we thought it's a city that is very complete. It has everything that I would like to have in the city where I live. Like the sea is not too big, not too small. It has a lot of cultural life. It's not expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it's quite cheap if you compare it to any city in the UK. Mm -hmm. The food is lovely. The climate is great. It's very international as well. There are many uh, foreigners living here, uh, many English people as well that you yeah. can practice with. You yeah. can cycle everywhere, well, almost everywhere. But also I think it was the fact that we'd been in Cambridge for four years, we started to get itchy feet. ¿Cómo dirías itchy feet in English? Bueno, en realidad pies. la traducción literal sería que nos picaban los pies. To yeah. get itchy feet. Yes. Quiere decir que te pican los pies, pero bueno, eh, obviamente no, el sentido es, bueno, que estábamos un poco inquietos, mm -hmm. que teníamos ganas de viajar, de hacer algo nuevo. Yes. That's to get itchy feet. We had itchy feet. So what did we do? We packed our bags. Well, our bags and the whole house. <laughs> Yeah. That was a bit of a nightmare. The night before, what did we do the night before we, we moved? Well, the night before we had a nice farewell. <laughs> yes. So we met uh, Philip's dad. Uh huh. 
And we, and had... we went for a curry, a very spicy <laughs> Indian curry. Oh, it was lovely. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. And the last pint as well. Yep, we had a pint. But we were so full. We were staying at my dad's house. And um, in the morning, what did he do for us? Your dad uh, cooked English breakfast for us. Yes, a full <laughs> English breakfast. <laughs> so we left England very, very full. Thank you, Dad, if you're listening. Um, so, yeah, we got in the car. We were very full. Full to the brim. Full brain. of beans. We were full of beans. We were that f- means that we had a lot of energy. Literally. But beans is also... Uh, what you have with English breakfast. Lleno de judíos. <laughs> Judías. Baked beans, no? Yes, but we were also full to the brim. Have you heard that expression, Isabel? Full no. to the brim. You know, the brim is like the top of your glass, you know? Mm-hmm. If you imagine a glass that is okay. very, very full. Yeah. Up to the edge of mm-hmm. the, the glass, the we brim. say. Full to the brim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So then we got in the car, we headed down to Dover, which is one of the main ports along the English Channel, where you can catch a ferry. We caught the ferry, didn't we? Yeah, we got the ferry and you just park your car in the ferry. It's amazing. Yeah. And then you just lock it and you go upstairs. We we arrived in France, in Calais. Mm-hmm. We, um, what did we do? We drove to Paris. Uh, we were staying in Paris. Paris. In Paris. Paris or Paris? <laughs> and we drove to Paris because uh, my cousin lives there. So we mm-hmm. were staying at hers that night. Then the next morning we continued. We drove south to the border. Did we spend another night in France? Yeah, we stayed another night. In yep. a different place that I don't remember the name. Close to the border. <laughs> Close to the border. In the south of France. Yeah, so we drove many, many hours. It was a very long uh, trip. And yeah. then the next day, we took off towards Barcelona. Uh-huh. And it was an amazing feeling when we were getting close to the city and we were driving by the sea. Yes. And it was really warm and it was very strange because it was like... There was no way back. England was history mm-hmm. and our new life was starting. Yes. And do you remember we had a lot of plants in the car? Mm-hmm. It was like a jungle in our car. Yeah, it was crazy. You couldn't see anything yeah. apart from our heads. You <laughs> could barely see out the front window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not very safe, really. And the back was just full of clothes and uh, our belongings suitcases boxes mm-hmm. books and all kinds of you know musical instruments and things <laughs> so eventually we arrived in barcelona it was a bit stressful because we were staying right in the center of the city and you cannot easily park and we had this car full of stuff yeah that we needed to park somewhere and unpacking took uh, a few hours now. yeah and our flat at that time was right in the middle of the city, the mm-hmm. historical center, where you can't even drive a car because the, the streets are very narrow. They're only for pedestrians. Yeah. And so it was quite a shock for me. I, fe- I felt quite uh, a, a bit of culture shock when I first arrived. Did you feel that way? Well, no. Why? 
Well, just because we'd been living in Cambridge in the countryside and all of a sudden we were in this very centre of quite a big city with uh, very different people around and I was very paranoid that I was going to get robbed. Ah, okay, sorry, I thought you meant at that specific moment when you arrived in the city. (laughs) Well, no, well, yeah. I yeah, I know. The first few days and the first few weeks, I was yeah. feeling quite, uh, quite strange about yeah. it. Yeah, we were in the middle of yeah Barcelona and in a very multicultural neighborhood. Yeah, uh, with very very narrow streets, quite busy. It was very very hot. It was August mm-hmm. and it was boiling. And yeah. yeah, in Cambridge, we were living just outside the city, in a very quiet area, very mm-hmm. green. Uh, most of the neighbors were English, no? Yes, yeah. And then suddenly we were thrown into this craziness. And I remember <laughs> going one day to get something from the shop, maybe some milk, mm-hmm. and I got completely lost in these streets. <laughs> and I got a bit stressed out because I couldn't find my way back and yeah. I was going a bit crazy. It was a bit like a maze, no? Yeah. Un laberinto. It's exactly what it's like, yeah. It's amazing. But now we've been here a year, I know the streets quite well. <laughs> so anyway, so let's now talk maybe about what happened to us in the second week. We had a bad experience, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Was it the second week that we moved here? It could be, yeah, around the second week. Uh, well, we were, uh, to start with, we uh, just rented an apartment for one month. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a touristy Touristy apartment? Yeah, tourist accommodation. Yeah, it was tourist accommodation just for one month, yeah, right in the center. And On the we, first floor. Yeah, we were staying there while we found a place to live. Uh-huh. So, well, we I didn't feel unsafe, but yeah, it, it was a bit strange because in England... I remember where we live, our neighborhood was really safe. Uh, the door of our house was like a plastic door, like anyone could open. And I remember many nights I forgot to lock the door, even, mm. but you just felt so secure. Yeah. But here, one day while we were sleeping, something happened. Yes. Well, it was probably three or four o'clock in the morning, I think, when this happened. Um, we were sleeping very peacefully. Philip <laughs> <laughs> <Philip> was snoring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mosquitoes were biting. <laughs> and um, suddenly we heard somebody calling on the, on the, what would you call it? Telefonillo. I don't know how you'd say the that. The doorbell? The intercom or. I think you'd say, yeah, the intercom. Okay. Somebody was calling. At this at this time, we thought, wow. Well, at first we didn't hear it, did we? But it woke us up. But the ringing was crazy. It was absolutely mm. manic. It was like s- there was some kind of emergency or something. Yeah, it was about six times. Right? Or more, yeah. Just constantly ringing, ringing, ringing the, the bell. And um, what did we do? We were, we just thought, in the beginning, I thought it was someone that was drunk or something like that. And then 
we were a bit scared and we were just about to answer but then yeah. we decided maybe was... better just not to answer and let them just go just ignore them well actually i think it, i was going to answer it and i think it was you that said no no don't answer the phone <laughs> don't don't answer it and i was i said okay yeah i won't i won't answer it you said <laughs> it would just be a drunk person and then so we it stopped eventually it stopped and we got into we got back into bed and we we lay there quiet and then 5 minutes later we heard a horrible sound what we thought was a key going into our door and I immediately got out of bed ran to the kitchen I grabbed a big knife <laughs> that's not true <laughs> no I didn't I didn't take a knife but I ran to the door and I held the handle and what happened? And you could feel there was someone on the other side of the door. It I was... could hear his breathing. <sighs> <laughs> and my heart was pounding. I thought, mm. there's someone trying to get into our flat. Somebody wants to rob us. Somebody yeah. wants to kill us. I thought I was going to faint, just fall on the floor and collapse. It was yeah. so scary. And then we, yeah, we knew that there was someone on the other side trying to get in our flat. And we heard this person running away yes we heard this person going down the stairs but it was not a very professional burglar was it philip no because what did we hear while this person was going down the stairs immediately as soon as he realized someone was in the flat he just started to he or she we don't know yeah probably he (laughs) he or she ran down the stairs and i could hear that he or she was wearing (laughs) flip-flops Which is not uh, the best um, footwear to to wear if you're going to rob someone's house. Yeah, it's what you wear when you go to the beach. Yeah, I I could hear the sound. Yeah, yeah, I could (laughs) hear the sound of his flip flops um, going down the stairs. So we were very shook up by this experience, and we couldn't sleep for the rest of the night. I decided to put the sofa and the bed against the door. So that even if someone came and managed to open it, they couldn't, they yes. wouldn't be able to come in because there yes. was no space. And exactly. this way I managed we, to sleep. We barricaded the door. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody. We barricaded. Yeah, we barricaded the door so that nobody could possibly get in. <laughs> and uh, so that was a really, that was a scary experience. It was, yes, because actually we thought that. When when this person was on the other side of the door, I felt like they they were trying to put the key yes. in the lock. We but thought they had a key. Yeah, but actually, yeah. So then we thought maybe they are going to come again tonight with a key. Even if we lock the door, yeah. it will be totally useless. But then we spoke to the agency, uh, the owners of the flat, and they said that it was a very common practice from burglars to uh, target this uh, tourist accommodation Mm -hmm. and they usually uh, ring the bell so they make sure there's yeah they make sure there's no one there 
and then they come in and usually tourists uh, they are not really too worried about locking doors um, sometimes maybe they are drinking and they go out they are on holidays yes. so so they close the door mm. but they don't actually lock it yeah so it's quite easy to put a card or something yeah, in the side of the door and open the the door yeah just with a card you can open it so i always think that night if if i hadn't locked the door mm. this person would have been able to come in while we were in there yes i would have just died of fear yeah i don't think he really would have hurt us but you never know but um if we had answered the telephone when he was calling he wouldn't have tried to get in the house in the flat that's a third conditional yes <laughs> i could hear it coming <laughs> if we had si hubiéramos if we had answered the phone then he wouldn't have tried to get into the flat but there you go we learned our lesson but for a f quite a few weeks after that i was very on edge yeah but and i feel bad that i never look out the window and saw the face of this person yeah. i could have just thrown one of our pots no yeah una maceta yeah could have thrown a pot on his head that would have been yeah that as been. a revenge Yes, and actually, I think uh, the following day we put a, an empty bottle no? on the on the balcony, ready to throw if if needed. <laughs> yes, I think so. So anyway, so well. that was one bad experience that we had. Did we have any other bad experiences in Barcelona? Yeah, what happened one day? We went to grab our bikes and we went to take Philip's bike, and suddenly it wasn't there. Yeah, I was gobsmacked i said i'm sure i parked my bike here i thought i'd <laughs> i thought i'd lost the plot i thought maybe i'd parked it in another place but then i i, I said no i'm sure i parked it here yeah and i didn't and believe you because philip usually forgets things easily <laughs> uh es un poco despistado am i how will you say <clears throat> un poco despistado um intelligent no <laughs> In the clouds. He's always asking, where are my keys? Where is my mobile phone? Where are my sunglasses? A bit absent-minded, perhaps. Yeah, he's a bit absent-minded. So oh, that day you. he said, you're a bit, little bit in the clouds, yeah. Okay, carry on. Yeah, so I, I was totally sure that he had parked the bike somewhere else and he just didn't remember. So yeah. I was at, trying to ask him, just think about what you did. When was the last time you saw it? What did you do that day? Just try yeah. to visualize everything in your mind. And then he said, yeah, I'm totally sure I parked it here. Yeah. And then I said, well, then it's so just been stolen. My bike was stolen. That bike was very special to me. It was a red bike. It was a mountain bike. And I bought it when I was maybe 13 or 14 with my money from my paper round. Mm, I know. Uh, yeah. The city center here is a bit dodgy and you need to be really careful where you leave your things or you need yes. to be keep your eyes open it's quite famous i think barcelona for pickpockets mm -hmm. and petty theft and so yeah you've got to be careful but i haven't been pickpocketed yet. yeah but i Touch have wood. many many friends here who are not spanish or catalonians and most of them they've been robbed at least once so yeah but in general i feel pretty safe in barcelona although i've mm. In our street, I've seen a few tourists 
running down the street after pickpockets. Yeah, but now I'm not afraid that we'll have any more burglars or plunkers. <laughs> plunkers. Plunkers. Yeah. I don't think there will be any more plunkers in our new building because we live on the third floor and there is no lift. Yes. So <laughs> the one with the flip-flops, he will for sure go somewhere else. Yeah, and also our door is reinforced with steel and it has bolts that come out all along the edges so it would be <laughs> it would be easier to to come through the wall than than through the door i think <laughs> but anyway and uh, so there were a couple of bad experiences in barcelona but in general it's been very positive hasn't it of course yeah then we started living our new life discovering the city yeah. we went to the beach every day we cycle around we tried lovely restaurants we went yeah. to the market to get some fresh fish we really fish fish yeah we really missed this in england and one day uh, just a few weeks after we arrived uh, something really funny happened to us because uh, we went for dinner in the neighborhood and mm -hmm. we decided to try a really nice Thai restaurant yes. on our street. And what happened when we went in there, Philip? Well, we went in there and uh, the waiter said, hey, I know you guys. You're amigos ingleses. <laughs> and we said, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Hi. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We said, Are you kidding me? Are you pulling my leg? Yeah, we couldn't believe it. It was it was amazing. Yeah, it was a really nice guy called Eric from South America. He had watched uh, most of our videos and he yeah. was totally thrilled that we were there and we felt really shocked. It was a very strange feeling. And yeah, and he gave us the VIP treatment yes. in, in the restaurant. <laughs> we were chatting to him while we had our dinner and he said that he was, uh, he, we will have free desserts <laughs> and he was super nice. And we taught him English uh, and in exchange he gave us free beer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a nice experience and it's happened a few times yeah we it happened maybe around five times since we've been here yeah it was a girl in plaza real called sheila yes and another time a girl called paloma yeah we were walking down the street and sh i think she tapped us on the shoulder or she she, she shouted said, hey, hey she shouted like excuse me like perdona yeah. And we thought it was someone that was lost and uh, wanted some directions, no? Because there are many tourists that stopped you if they see that you are a local. Yes. They are always stopping you and asking, where is this, this museum or, no? Yeah. And yeah. then another time we went to a nudist beach, didn't we? We did, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit down the coast, there is a lovely beach where you can go and take your clothes off. Yeah, and it's not the better place to meet one of the our best place. <laughs> it's not the best place to meet one of uh, our students is it no well luckily we had just put our clothes back on <laughs> when we met him so <laughs> it was fine but um yeah we were <laughs> there i think somebody had taken an octopus yes. out of the ocean and there was a crowd of people and we stopped to look at the octopus and then the guy 
looked at us and he, he says, came running towards us yes and he said amigos ingleses so we're very But, famous now isabel oh yes for sure yeah. <laughs> and the last time it happened that was really shocking because we were going to uh, a the show cinema. yeah we were going to a special show uh, to a cinema in barcelona and we were a bit in a rush because to be honest we are not very punctual now that mm -hmm. we're in spain <laughs> we follow the traditions And we just left our house. Uh, we just opened the main door and left in a rush. Yeah. And on the same street, there was a guy called Luis. Uh, he started looking at us and he said something, but I thought... He said, hey, nice videos. Did he? Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand what he said. And then I look at him like, is he really talking to us? Or is he drunk? Or maybe he's talking to someone else. And then, yeah, he stopped and he said, yeah, I've seen your videos. And I just couldn't believe it, just coming out the house. Yeah. And actually, he's our neighbor, isn't he? Yeah, he lives in the neighborhood. So hello, Lewis, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm sure we'll see you again. We'll bump into you again soon. We said we will bring him home one day to be in one of our videos. Yeah, or yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, if you still want to do it, you know, you can come whenever we want. Yeah, you know where <laughs> we live. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to have that face-to-face -face, uh, contact with our followers is just fantastic i really appreciate their feedback and and it's just nice to have that connection so anyway so we've talked about some negative things some positive things that happened to us now we're going to review some of the vocabulary that you have heard in our conversation about moving to barcelona so first of all did you hear this word this word plonka <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said that, Philip, and I didn't know what I was saying, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> es que Philip lo escribió en, porque tenemos como un pequeño guión de las cosas sobre las que vamos a hablar. Philip escribió plonker al lado de burglar. Yeah. Entonces yo pensé que plonker era otra forma de decir burglar. Pero ahora me ha dicho <laughs> que significa un idiot. Yes, an idiot. Sí, es, es un insulto. Es un insulto, sí, blanca. <laughs> Pero no es muy duro. Pero ya, yeah, es verdad. Algo... That burglar was a plunker. He was a plunker because he was wearing flip-flops. <laughs> and he could have tripped on the stairs. Era un tonto. Yes. Bueno. So don't use plunker in formal <laughs> situations, only with your friends. Don't use it against your teachers or boss. <laughs> <laughs> and another uh, phrase that was mentioned was to lose the plot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that. You said um, when you couldn't find your bike, no? Mm -hmm. You were trying to think what happened and you didn't remember. Entonces, Philip lost the plot. Yeah, well, I thought I had lost the plot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, eh, se pensó, sí, que había perdido el hilo. To lose the plot es perder el hilo, eh, olvidarse de algo, no saber... Yes. ¿Sabes qué es un plot, Isabel? Yeah, el plot es eh, el argumento, ¿no? Yes, de una película, por ejemplo. O en una película, por ejemplo, sí, es la trama. ¿no? Yeah. If you lose the plot in a film, then it means you're not following the film mm -hmm. or you, yeah. you don't understand es, what's happening. Es perder el hilo, sí, no, no seguir. Yes, I thought I'd lost the plot. It means I thought I was going crazy. No? Mm -hmm. Bueno, ya, yeah, en este caso tú lo usaste más como me pensé que me estaba volviendo loco. ¿no? Yeah. 
hacer, ya, to lose the plot también puede ser volverse loco. Y yo, por ejemplo, mencioné que nuestro barrio era un poco dodgy. Yes, dodgy es una palabra muy común y informal también. Todas estas palabras son informales. So, dodgy significa un poco raro. Un poco sospechoso. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, puedes, por ejemplo, decir, um, don't go to that neighborhood, that neighborhood's a bit dodgy. Mm -hmm. Or you might say, I wouldn't eat in that restaurant, um, the food looks a bit dodgy. <laughs> yeah, la forma más coloquial de decirlo, lo que más usamos en español es, es un poco chungo. Chungo. Ese barrio es un poco chungo, ese restaurante, ese bar es un poco chungo, it's yes. a bit dodgy. Don't mm -hmm. go in there. Dodgy, yeah. Ok, Y ¿Qué también eh, Philip usó, eh, también cuando vio que su bici no estaba y pensaba que se la habían robado, usó gobsmacked, ¿no? Yes. You said I was gobsmacked. Gobsmacked, yeah. Significa muy shocked. Astonished, ¿no? Es astonished. otra palabra en inglés. Yeah, shocked, astonished, mm -hmm. muy sorprendido, ¿no? Yeah, gobsmacked, en español la traducción es patidifuso. Patidifuso. But it's not something that we use that much. Yes. Me quedé patidifuso. It's like you're suddenly frozen. You are yeah. so shocked, you can yeah. not even move. And do you know where it comes from? Gobsmacked. Gob is actually your mouth. Mm -hmm. It's an ah. informal word for your mouth. So okay. some, some people might say... Uh, instead of shut your mouth, it's mm -hmm. very rude to say it, but they might say shut your gob. Oh my God. <laughs> but don't, I don't advise you to, to say that to anybody. Um, that's my disclaimer. <laughs> so shut Can your... you say it to your child if your child is screaming yeah. or is mm, annoying you? Can you say shut your mouth? It's pretty rude. No, not shut your gob. <laughs> But shut your mouth is como, cállate. Yeah, shut your mouth or be quiet. That's more yeah. polite. You you can say it to children, no? Shut your mouth. You usually yes. hear this. Mm, yeah, it's a little bit hard perhaps. Yeah. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, es como, um, cállate la boca. Well, Stop talking. I would say, be quiet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so gob is your mouth and smacked. Is well to smack is to to hit, no? Da mm -hmm. una leche. Yeah. So if pegar, you are pegar a alguien, no? To smack someone. Normalmente es como con tu mano, yeah. no? Como una bofetada. Bueno, yeah. eso es más slap, <coughs> no? Well, yeah. Smack is what you do. Yeah, smack or slap. Hmm. Gobsmacked is psh, if someone yeah. <laughs> smacks you in the mouth. Si alguien te da un golpe en la boca, no? You'd be very shocked. Yeah. So gobsmacked. Mm -hmm. Okay, <laughs> so there we go. Okay, so um, that was a little bit of vocabulary that you heard. So try to use it in your next conversation with yeah. your friends. And remember, it's very, very informal vocabulary. So don't use it, yeah, in very formal situations at work, with your boss, when mm -hmm. you speak to a Cambridge University examiner. Se llama examiner, no? Mm -hmm. Examinador. Examiner, yeah. Examiner. Okay, so, so the last thing we're going to do today is answer just a few quick questions from our followers who left comments on our blog. Sí, y si quieres también que contestemos a tu pregunta, 
en los próximos podcasts puedes venir a nuestra página web y en la sección de audio uh -huh. eh, puedes dejarnos tus comentarios y podemos coger tu pregunta y, y responder tu duda en uno de los podcasts. Sí, puedes dejar tus comentarios en la página de este capítulo. Alguien que se llama Luciana dice, When I want to talk about my pets, a cat or a dog, should I use it instead of he or she? Um, why, please, is something I've never understood. Thank you, guys. Yeah, esta es una pregunta muy común porque en el colegio me acuerdo que siempre te enseñaban que para las personas, ¿no? Si era masculino o femenino, eh, he, she, pero siempre que fuera un animal o un objeto... Había que usar it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, usually you do use uh, it for animals. But yeah. if it's your pet and it's got a personality, then I would say you can say he or she. Mm. For example, I had a dog. She was a very friendly dog and we loved her very much. Entonces puedes usar he or she cuando ese animal, ¿no? Es como, bueno... Como una persona para ti. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, Vero, he said, he or she, I don't know if that's a male It's or a fe. woman. It's a woman. <laughs> Veronica. Vero. Veronica. That's short for Veronica. I didn't know that. Yeah. I want to know what to say when you enter a bank and you want to put some money in the account. What do you say? What can you say? You can say, so imagine you go to the bank, you want to ingresar un poco de dinero into mm -hmm. cuenta, no bancaria. Okay, so to answer this question, we'll pretend we're in the bank. So, Isabel, you can be the uh, cajera, cashier, cashier yeah. and I will be the person intentando ingresar dinero. Okay. Cashier number two, please. Hello, sir. Good morning. How can I help you today? Hi there. Good morning. Yes, I'd like to deposit this money into this account, please. Okay. So, sorry, how much money would you like to put in your account? That's 150 pounds. Okay. Yeah, Are you gonna of count course. It? That's not a problem. I will, let me just double check. That's fine, sir, but uh, just to let you know, your account is in red numbers. Yes, I'm aware of that, yes. Ah, okay. Thank okay, you that's for fine. That's, so why I'm, that's why I'm depositing this money. Okay, so that will then make a balance of zero pounds. Is that right? That's perfect, yes. Okay. Then I'll be... I'll be I'll, I'm going to deposit some more money next month. Ah, okay, yeah, of course. Anytime, anytime, sir. Anything else I can help you with? Um... Yes, I'd like to withdraw twenty pounds from this account, please. Ah, of course, yes. Um, not a problem, sir. Thank you. There you have your twenty pounds. Thank you. Anything that was else? Easy. Uh, no, that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. See you. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, so that's kind of what you might say if you go into the bank. You deposit money and you withdraw money. But if you're anything like me, I very rarely deposit money. I just <laughs> withdraw the money to take it and out. Can I say, uh, you can say to put money in your account. Yes. I ask you, how much money would you like to put in yes, to your you, account? Yeah? You can say, yeah. 
the formal words are deposit and withdraw mm-hmm. and the yeah. informal words would be to put money in and take money out mm. yeah yeah that's great okay so uh i think that's it for today that's it 21st podcast done Okay, so now it's time to learn some vocabulary, some expressions, and remember that we have worksheets available. Y también recordaros, eh, como hemos dicho al principio, estamos trabajando con italki. Es una página web en la que puedes eh, registrarte y reservar clases de inglés online con profesores nativos. Y la verdad es que es una idea genial, porque puedes desde tu casa mismamente, a cualquier hora, Encontrar un profesor, puedes elegir dónde quieres que esté ese profesor. Si, por ejemplo, quieres aprender inglés británico, puedes elegir que sea una persona que eh, provenga de Inglaterra, que sea nativo, puede haber un profesor cualificado o igual menos cualificado y dependiendo de eso el precio va variando, pero es bastante barato. Y Italki eh, nos ha dado una oferta para todos nuestros seguidores y si compras una clase... Te van a dar créditos para conseguir otra clase gratis. Entonces es como un 2 por 1 ¿vale? Y si os interesa, pues nada, simplemente venir a nuestra página web y ahí tenéis toda la información y tenéis el enlace. Mm-hmm. So, we hope you enjoy it. Yes, and we'll see you next week. ¡Nos vemos pronto! Chao, thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Bueno, esto es todo por ahí. Por ahí. Hey, how's it going? No has entendido todo. No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa, todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más, para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com